Christmas comes just once a year, but dad's new girlfriend gives you fear. He's 54. (laughs) She's 25. And though she makes him feel alive, you plot to break the couple up because you're just a petty schmuck. Oh, excellent. I love it. Thank you. that's exactly what happens. (laughs) That's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens. Let's do the thing. Oh, let's do the thing. Welcome, Welcome to, to Jingle, Jingle Bells. Bells. I'm Beck. And I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about Christmas movies. Because this week it's actually Christmas at Jingle Bells. Well, actually it's not because Christmas is cancelled. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the end of the episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not the end. It's just the beginning. It's the beginning of Christmas. Uh, thank you for uh, everyone who joined us last week for our Hocus Pocus Double Bill Spectacular mm-hmm. Extravaganza, or whatever we called it. I don't think it was as, <laughs> as, as climactic as that. No, I think we went with our uh, usual Hell's Bells. Double Bill, oh, witchy, yeah. bitchy special. Yeah, I mean, I definitely listened back to that episode already, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine. <laughs> So I can totally definitely. remember what we called it. Yeah, at time of recording, it's definitely been released. But we are here. I, Halloween is a distant, distant memory. And we are here now, well and truly. It's November, which means it's Christmas season. Yeah, it is. I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited. So ha- I'm ready for Christmas this year. Um, Saw my first Christmas ad today, actually. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, super weird. It was very, they were like pitching people to like pay for stuff on credit because, you know, we're living in a stable economy at this time. Ooh, (laughs) cost of living Christmas. I know. Fringe. You know what else is cringe and ick and bad? This this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this one was tough. It was tough to get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Christmas is Cancelled, uh, which is on Amazon Prime. Uh, mm-hmm. You can watch it if you wish on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I don't think people need to listen to the rest of the episode now. Yep. Just that tone. The end. No, we're, gonna, we're still going to talk about it. We got our Christmas criteria to do. We got our Christmas yep. credits. We're going to get into the festive spirit. Uh, mm-hmm. by bitching about this movie, uh, which excited. I think makes it synopsis time. I got a good jingle today. Okay, you ready for my synopsis <laughs> time jingle? I'm never ready for this jingle. Great. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. It's synopsis time. In a minute, I'ma need a Christmas movie and a cookie to fill me up. Feeling snowy, I'ma watch a Christmas showy for this festive season. And I don't give a fuck about this film. Doop doop doop, but I'm right out of words. It's an upset time. <laughs> Gets better every week. It Thanks. really does. Thank you. Oh, um, yeah. So Christmas is cancelled. Um, we meet Emma, uh, whose father and high school frenemy have started dating. So she decides to embark on a mission to break up the happy couple. That is. Kind of the film, um, except that Emma was so much worse than this synopsis makes her out to be. Y- yeah, it's... It, uh, 
never a good noise to have uh i mean that is what happens in the film there's a lot of it's very mm-hmm. convoluted because it's a christmas movie we'll yep. get into it but let's have a look at our our uh, unfortunate uh cast uh and, yeah. and, we'll, and we'll go and then we'll go from there yeah i mean it makes me really sad because i really really love dermot mulroney um who plays jack he was Michael O'Neill in My Best Friend's Wedding. He was Everett Stone in The Family Stone. Call back to last week. You're welcome. Russell Schiller in New Girl, Gavin Mitchell in Friends. And he was Nick Mercer in The Wedding Date as well. So and like, he's been a lot he's... in a lot of these sort of rom com vibe yeah. of movies. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just he's also unfortunately in this one. He is unfortunately in this one. I mean... I personally love him. I love him in the wedding day. Um, I love him. Like I love him in everything that he does. To be honest, oh. but this was this was tough. This was tough to watch him in. Yeah, I will say some of the actors are, uh, and actresses are definitely better than others. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. the script, the production, and the plot of this movie let them all down. <laughs> it's not a quality yeah. on the acting. They didn't have a lot to work with. No, not really. And it's a shame for Emma, who's played by Hayley Orantia, because, like, while this isn't her first feature film, her only other notable credits are that she was in ABC's The Goldbergs. I've never seen it myself, but I believe it was a pretty big deal. I've seen and some then she was clips. Also... Yeah, any good, you reckon? Uh, it, looks, it definitely looks like an interesting concept for a sitcom. Okay. I haven't seen enough of it to like form an opinion. It looks like any kind of sitcom where everyone has their own particular stereotype and uh, she yes. seems good in it. Okay. Yeah. Right, well, hopefully she was better than, than this. Um, yeah. But the, her other notable credit was a horror film called God's Not Dead 2. So, you know, make of that what you will. Um, then we move on to Brandy, who is played by Janelle Parrish. She was Mon- uh, Mona Vanderwall in Pretty Little Liars. And then she was also Margot in All the and to all the boys I've loved before. She's had various cameos over her career, including like Zoe 101, The OC, and Hawaii Five-O. Hawaii um, Five-O so... is the American equivalent of <laughs> having a guest spot in The Bill or Casualty. Yes. So yeah, great. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I love her in To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Like she plays the older sister. You know, as an older sister, maybe I identify with that. Who can say? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we then move on to Josh, who is played by Michael Naizu. Um, not a lot of credits for Michael, to be honest. Um, uh, I actually enjoyed him in this. He was probably one of like the least annoying characters, to be honest. Yeah, um, he had the most... Uh, he, he had the least terrible role, I think. Mm, yes i think so i i totally agree um i mean the other kind of saving grace for this film was charlene who is played by emily slash m modaf uh they are a trans non-binary actor also stage film voice actor as well and then they've not really got a lot of credits aside from christmas is cancelled but there's also i don't know if you've seen it advertise a bunch but they're going to be in the upcoming tv movie happily never after as well oh, okay great I thought yeah. they did a great job. Uh, loved them. Mm-hmm. Wasn't super sure. I wish they had been... This is just a gripe with the movie. This is not a gripe with uh, M, who I think was a great actor, uh, actress, mm-hmm. acting person. Fuck, I don't know what the gender... Actor. 
Uh, actor. Act, just actor. I got it right <laughs> literally actor. the first time and then <laughs> fucked it up. Uh, yeah, M seems like a great actor. I wish that the film had been a bit more transparent of what, because at some moments in the film, they are referred mm. to as they, and then some people refer to them as she. So I wasn't really mm. sure, like, I mean, I suppose it didn't really matter, but it was something that I was looking out for as someone mm-hmm. else who looks at they and goes, yes, they. Uh, it was, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was kind of weird shoehorned representation. It kind of would have been nice for a little clarity. That was my my sort of gripe with that. Mm. But I think like the role of Charlene was one of the more enjoyable things of the film. They were the voice yes. of reason. <laughs> we love a voice of reason this Christmas season. That is, there's always got to be a voice of reason, particularly with this. Absolutely. Oh my god. I mean, to be honest, like there are quite a few voices of reason. I didn't actually pick up on the she pronouns now that you say it. Um I didn't even realise that they were using they pronouns well like throughout the film either. Um probably some some privilege on my part. Um but yeah, like it's it's quite nice to see more trans and non binary actors. Love to see it. In these films, like yeah, it's such a rarity and also like I mean, M's relationship wasn't super significant to the plot or anything like that, but it was also nice to see, like, you know, a same-sex relationship that kind of just flew through the film without yeah. anybody commenting on it and, like, making a big deal out of it. We like, love some casual also... queerness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We just want it there. Existing. Breathing. Being real. Doesn't need to be a plot point. Doesn't need to be a issue of contention. A lot of coming out movies are a lot of gay uh, mm-hmm. and LGBT Q plus movies are about the coming out journey. We touched on this in Happiest yeah. Season. Uh, mm-hmm. This felt more of the single all the way vibe of just like, well, they're de- you know, this is a love story and they just happen to be queer, uh, which yeah. I love. That's what mm-hmm. we like to see. Um, anyway, enough on our actors. Mm-hmm. Let's get into this fucking movie because <laughs> I. I think it's clear. I've got some criteria though. Oh yeah, shit. I hated this movie. Uh, (laughs) Just wanted to get that out there nice in the beginning uh, before we get into it. So yeah, I Mm -hmm. I did our Christmas tree count. So here's the thing. In terms of actual (laughs) Christmas trees, there were a few dotted around, Mm -hmm. uh, which was fine. But a la Operation Christmas Drop, we, Mm -hmm. we determined that a Christmas tree was classified as a tree that was decorated Christmassy. In which case, <laughs> I think that's what we we concluded. We palm, did. Because there wasn't any Christmas did. trees, there was palm trees and all of that. So yep. every single fucking tree and bush, even <laughs> there was a plant pot on his, on Jack's desk that was like some grass. And for some reason it had a ribbon around it. So there wasn't a lot of Christmas trees and stuff, but every single normal tree had a red ribbon around it or some baubles mm-hmm. or whatever. It was like not festive plants with some fucking tat chucked on them. So at 40 minutes, <laughs> we reached about a hundred trees and I was like, okay, yeah. fine. But it wasn't like the normal Christmas tree thing that we would, uh, we would look and and hope for. No, no, no. There, there. Like it is in my uh, actual main notes as well. I was like, there are not a lot of trees in this film, <laughs> and I hadn't kind of noticed until they were decorating a tree, and I was like, shit. I haven't really seen yeah. any Chris, like you know, standard fir trees or anything like that. So, yep. Sometimes we have to kind of go with how the set has been dressed, and thankfully, Bex took over the Christmas tree count this week. Uh, numbers have not been my forte recently so fine i'm happy to i can i'm happy to count to a hundred yeah 
<laughs> and um, I will we stop. had <laughs> so we had a lot of activities in there um and a lot of like tropes that we're quite used to as well um you know she had a dead mum yep emma had a dead mum so yep. classic christmas um yep. also adds to the tragedy of jack's story losing his wife as well um there were cookies there was some tree decorating there were some presents before a horrendous scene but we'll get into that yeah and then yeah new year's party like it wasn't unfestive but it definitely wasn't the kind of festive that we seek out necessarily the the thing with a lot of christmas movies and i think we i think i said this with godmothered uh another callback Mm, to a mm -hmm. previous episode that we did is that (laughs) sometimes they make a christmas movie and mm-hmm. the plot revolves around Christmas in a really nice way. And there's a reason it's a Christmas movie. This didn't feel like it had to... I don't know why they made this a Christmas movie. Like, wh- mm-hmm. why couldn't they have made this? I feel like this actually would have been a better movie had it been, like, a summer vacation. And Emma had got back from college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was, like, over the vacation period of summer. Uh, yep. and they, then it would have led to more antics you could have done more stuff it was warmer so you could have brandy be in a bikini which is clearly what they wanted to do um <laughs> the chris Hor- the, the the christmas felt very shoehorned uh in this yeah. it, it didn't really feel like a festive romp uh for me mm-hmm. personally so but we'll, no. we'll get into it <laughs> uh unless there's is there any further criteria that i i missed um i mean no, not really. Oh, but there was the Christmas card, which I very much enjoyed from Jack and Brandy, uh, where she was sitting in his lap while he was dressed as Santa. I was like, brilliant. Yep. Nice touch. Um, and then other than that, like there was a lot of what seemed like forced family traditions. Like, to be honest, I don't yeah. know anybody that sits down and looks through their photo albums on Christmas. <laughs> no, yeah, it is. I mean, I'm sure there are uh, there are certain standards I think that happen for every family at Christmas. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, most of mine revolve around food because we yeah. like to because we like to eat, uh, and Christmas dinner is a big part of it. But we we never see that kind of element in uh, Christmas movies, which is kind of weird. I suppose dinner oh. scenes are uh, less. I mean, everyone's eating. There's not a lot of chat. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the the final thing I want to mention is that yeah. there are no Vanessa Hudgens in this movie, uh, uh, which ooh. instantly means that it cannot be a five out of five. It wasn't going yeah. to be anyway, but it just means that it's not possible. Uh, so, so yeah. yeah, let's let's start at the very beginning because I mean we should start at the beginning. Weird yeah. sounding. Okay, first of all, I don't know whether it, I just was looking at this. When I when the movie started, it goes okay, Liongate, uh-huh. and then it goes another production company, another production company, another production company, and I was like, Holy how many shit. fucking? Literally, it was like because <laughs> normally you get that. I, I don't even notice, right? You don't clock uh-huh. it. It's just like things that starts at the beginning of the movie. But there were so many of them that I literally had to rewind and count them. Uh, so I, there was like five different production companies working on this movie, which one of them really had been focused on the script. Yeah, I know, um, but yeah, so. Everyone wanted a logo at the start of this movie for some fucking reason. They must be really proud of it. I'm not entirely sure why. Yeah. Uh, what I did notice going through both of our notes is that we both have the same feelings about the opening song. It was intense, no? It, it was kind. It was really weird, super auto-tuned. I, mm-hmm. I kind of get that they're trying to go for this like 
I think the tone of this movie, they kind of wanted to give it like that mean girlsy. Like they had a lot of like moments that were inspired by like these like 90s and early 2000s movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they kind of missed the mark on it. And I think this song was one of, it started the movie off to a weird tone. Yeah. Um, And yeah. So I don't know what the song is. Uh, we no. will link. We, <laughs> it won't be added to our Jingle Bells playlist uh, because it was bad. Yes, it was not good. I mean, that was then topped off. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but like, obviously there was the CGI snow, which is a Christmas classic anyway. But everything seemed to be really bleached out to make it look like there was snow on the ground. Like, I don't know where they were filming this. Um, I didn't go that deep into the research this time. Um, But yeah, like aside from the car as he's driving in, in like his red muscle car, um, everything just looked really washed out. Like they were trying really hard to make it look like there was snow, but it just looked like sun bleached grass. Yeah, I think like it must have been, they must have been filming this like in the middle of summer, right? Because everything right? is like, they're trying to make it look like it's gray skies, but it's like June or something. Uh, yeah, Definitely. I don't really know where it's, do you know where it was meant to be set? Um, Weirdly, I want to say Chicago. Oh. I don't think that's right. Well, because then they were talking about later in the film, like Emma's having her fucking meltdown because Brandy's been like, we're going to move to LA. Um, so I don't know if they're actually on the East Coast, maybe. Um, do you know Doesn't what? matter. We'll have a look into it. It's not interesting. <laughs> we don't care. It's not important. Anyway, so we, yeah. we meet uh, our, I suppose, protagonist, uh, though though I, I didn't like Emma at all. Uh, no. She I, she I didn't like her when I first met her. And mm-hmm. she proceeded to grow on me like a rash uh, throughout the rest <laughs> of the movie. Uh, and she she meets Jack. Well, we meet Jack, her dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they very quickly, as they do in Christmas movies, do a lot of vocal um, exposition, right? Where yeah. he's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's been two years since mum died. Emma, mm-hmm. you don't have to look after me. And it's like, there's this weird um, dynamic yeah which yeah, can yeah. be solved with therapy uh when a <laughs> losing a parent is very yeah. difficult i speak from personal mm-hmm. experience it's really shit yeah. uh i don't feel like mm-hmm. this is the way to necessarily go about it it wasn't super mm-hmm. clear like the the dynamic felt like dad you're mm-hmm. inept i have to look after you uh and yeah. whether that's the case or not we'll get into but it was a weird dynamic for a, a parent child relationship where she kind yeah. of felt like mm-hmm. she had like crazy mother-in-law energy this entire mm-hmm. movie. Um, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> that was more, that would have been mm-hmm. more believable, right? If it's switched, yeah. Emma is the parent and her son comes home for Christmas with his new girlfriend, Brandy. And like, that yeah. would have been... <laughs> way better. Uh, way better. Why didn't they do that? Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of, this is a lot of uh, exposition and conversation. Yeah. We, Brandy shows up. She lives across the street. Uh, she mm-hmm. is their daughter, which love comes in many forms and many ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I do feel like a 54-year-old dating a 25-year-old is bizarre. Inappropriate, bitch. Uh, inappropriate, <laughs> weird. I do get why yeah. Emma, mm-hmm. uh, like, I do get why, you know, Emma would be uncomfortable by her mm-hmm. dad mm-hmm. dating someone who she went to high school with mm-hmm. 
kind of kind of ick uh yeah so you know i I was due to be on emma's side and then they did everything in their power to (laughs) to ruin that i Uh, hated her like i think about 20 minutes into the film i was like i hate you You you're the worst because you're right like obviously bereavement is really tough no matter the situation but obviously losing a parent is is a huge deal and then when you take into account that jack was grieving for his wife as well there's a lot of codependency going on there, yeah. um, which they do eventually talk about, but definitely feel like at some point someone should have been like, maybe you guys should see a therapist, you know, oh, sit down with uh, someone and like chat about how you're doing and what's going on and this very inappropriate, overly involved relationship you have with your daughter at this point. Like, hey, yeah, there's some yeah. boundaries that need to be established. Uh, some mm-hmm. communication it's a, a, another classic christmas tr- movie trope maybe all of this mm-hmm. could be solved if everyone just had an honest open conversation in front of a therapist um, what's incredibly the- frustrating though is that so many of these characters do try and have a reasonable conversation with emma including jack because i imagine that in his relationship with brandy which you know obviously we don't see the backstory of and everything but like He's probably spoken to her about a lot of stuff. He's probably opened up to her and she's given him a different perspective. And he's like, Emma, you need to go live your own life. And like, I'm okay. You know, I'm going to hang out here and enjoy my muscle cars and like my sexy young girlfriend and all of this yeah. kind of stuff. Like, And it's hard. It's it's also hard when your parents start dating anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can imagine it's... Uh... Yeah, it's, it's difficult. It's, it's a weird it's... sensation. It changes the relationship that you have with that parent, right? Just, yeah, you know, 100%. any kind of big change that happens if it's a divorce, mm-hmm. a bereavement, you know, new members of the family coming in, it's always complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I respect that, but she was a, a such a petulant, oh god, yeah. bitch about it effectively that it was like they they didn't do a lot to endear us to Emma. To make no. me go, or to to make Brandy seem like the villain. Uh, like Emma really was yeah. the villain of this story, which I think kind of mm-hmm. gets it doesn't get resolved properly. But it was, it, it, yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, let, let's try. Was there any things <laughs> about this? Let's talk about some stuff in this movie that I uh, I did like. Um. Yeah. Sure. I mean. I really enjoyed some of the beginning scenes between um, Charlene and Emma. Um, I particularly enjoyed the, their opening conversation where they were talking about festive names for vulvas and sex. Yeah, like, great. I don't know. That was Jing- that was always fun. Yeah, using Jingle My Bells to talk about masturbation really <laughs> does change the... Uh, it's a slight the spin on podcast. the title of our podcast, but you know, it's fine. I'm okay. We didn't invent Jingle Bells. It's all good. Um, no, yeah. it was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I did see that you were questioning what an Eskimo sister is. Um, yeah. By my understanding, it's the same thing as a sausage sister. So, you know, it's usually when two women have slept with the same dude, is my oh. understanding of it. Oh, I always called it yeah. Wiener Cousins. <laughs> wiener Cousins. Well, it's fine. Like, again, better than like the dudes who get tunnel buddies. Oh, uh, no, I don't like that. <laughs> Not that no, one, then. I was calling no. it, I was referring it to it as the six degrees of sexpiration. Ha 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 ha. Oh, yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah, kind of weird, though. <laughs> yeah, 
but like I'm. But all she was for talking about being an Eskimo. Things. No, she was uh, talking about being an Eskimo sister when she was saying about borrowing a tampon. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't want to get no, into that... this. I'm already grossed out. Let's let's skip this. This is uh... that's that's not my understanding of it at all, and that's so weird. And also, like as a 25 year old woman, you should be comfortable with tampons unless you can't use them, which is a very different. Yeah, thing. which is understandable. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. I didn't realize it was in relation to tampons. Yeah. I was just tuning in and out of this film while I was watching it. So oh, it's like I, oh, I will funny fully confess. During the forty minutes where I was counting Christmas trees, I was paying a lot more attention to this movie until I reached the hundred and went, I don't have to count any more trees. And then I, I really did switch off. I took a lot of notes. There is. I've just looked through my notes. There is a note here that says, "I'm fifteen minutes in and I hate this movie." <laughs> Yeah, I think I texted you about 15 minutes in and I was like, I see why you hate this film. Yeah. Like, it was, just, it was so bad. She was just, yeah, she was so bitter the whole time. Like I said, I really enjoyed some of the, the more upbeat moments, like the conversations with Charlene and stuff. And I really yeah. liked her banter with Josh, which brings me to another thing. Like, uh, you know, classic, she's trying to scheme at this point. She's trying to break up her dad and his happy little relationship and stuff. And she stumbles into a bar. And it just so happens that her high school crush is working behind the bar. And he eventually recognizes her and they kind of hit it off. Or, well, I mean, as much as you do with a customer. Um, And then she essentially, like tries to blackmail him into helping her break well, she, up I think her she tries to bri- I think she bribes him because I Is think it she, bribing yeah, yeah. blackmail? Yeah, I think so cuz she's like I will give the bar 2 grand to host a party here mm. if you come mm-hmm. with me to this date. Which is weird. I don't know unless he owns the bar, I don't know why he would care about the bar tab. Right. Cuz I would rather the 2 grand personally. <laughs> um, Was well, she not offered to buy him a camera in the end? Oh, something. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Emma is the worst. Josh is pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seems nice. Like, I think he, he seemed yeah. like a, a fairly decent actor. He didn't have a lot to work with, but he seemed mm-hmm. engaging. And I don't, I didn't understand why he liked Emma because Emma had literally right. shown up, been rude to him, mm-hmm. paid him to do stuff for her, which is like hella mm-hmm. manipulative. And then being annoyed that she he hadn't like you know told him to go and do her bidding, uh, yeah. Which uh, all of these things would not loan me to having a wanting a romantic connection with anybody. It would make me want to run the fuck away. I also don't know why yeah. I ever needed a romantic interest in this, other than that it's a Christmas movie. It felt kind of mm-hmm. it just it just it was so weird. It was very unnecessary filler. Like I feel like it would have been better had she had two friends one of which was chaotic and on board with her weird plan yeah and the other one who is being reasonable being like maybe you should fucking stop um having a love interest was fine like at least he was another voice of reason yeah um also like he was very pretty like he, he was, was nice pretty. to look at he was very nice to look at when he took his shirt off yeah <laughs> Always nice, uh, nice in a movie. Jack also took his shirt off, which was great. He did. That made me very, very happy. I was like, "This is excellent." So, yeah, you know, I, I did like him. I didn't really enjoy 
when she decided to have sex with him, to be honest. Um, but that was more for like the aftermath because um, he took her home after she got very drunk at a party where her dad had ripped his shirt off. Um, and like he takes her back to his place and she wakes up in the middle of the night and apparently she's sober again. I don't believe that for a fucking second. No. Um, and then she decides to have sex with him. But she wakes up the next morning and she's doing the sneak, isn't she? Yeah. And it's just such a tense moment. I, yeah, it just, it, a lot of this, I think the real word to describe this movie is uncomfortable. Like there was Mm. a lot of, uh, a lot of words that they used, uh, Mm. which should not be used lightly and for comedy. Calling someone Mm. a Mm. rapist is not something that should be done lightly as a ha ha in a movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. I didn't appreciate that. It no. turned me off immediately. Um, it yeah, it's weird. It's it's a hard thing if you're if the mm-hmm. the character who you're meant to root for in the movie yeah. is the worst. <laughs> yes, it's hard. You know, it's the Amber situation where Amber's cut, but like at least Amber is just annoying. Like Emma yeah. is rude uh, and abruptive mm-hmm. and entitled. She's spoiled mm-hmm. and rich and she doesn't have mm-hmm. the going to a small town thing to change her. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't mm-hmm. learn the meaning of Christmas. Um, no. And it's just, yeah, I I didn't, uh, yeah, there was a lot. There's a lot. There's so much I didn't like. It's really hard for me to yeah. like compliment this movie. <laughs> um, there, there was concepts that I found fun. Like when they had mm-hmm. the, like the beer Olympics, that like the party's lame. So Brandy's like, yeah. we haven't even spoken about Brandy. Brandy was great, mm-hmm. actually. I could totally see why Jack would want to get with Brandy. She seemed exactly. fairly emotionally mature. She was mm-hmm. encouraging Jack to tell Emma before she found out in a horrible way. Jack mm-hmm. should have been honest and open with his daughter to say, hey, I'm dating uh, before mm-hmm. he she found out that who it was and all of that because immediately then she just had conceptions about what it was going to be and brandy yeah. was pretty patient and she was pretty understanding and mm-hmm. she like you know and when she had enough she'd had enough and she's still 25 yeah. she's gonna be a bitch back if you're gonna be a dick about it um mm-hmm. But she she does the beer Olympics, which look really fun. Uh, they look silly. I'm sure it's like very yeah. collegey. I have never been to a party like that with kegs and stuff. But <laughs> I see it a trope a lot in movies. Yeah. I don't know whether it's real. Mm-hmm. It was amusing. Yeah. I liked it, the different it races really and fun. challenges and stuff that they had. Yeah. That was all super fun. I can see why she yeah. gets good jobs to like party host and club host in these places. Like you know what I mean. That was like Brand, what Brandy's job was. Yeah, yeah. And I think we all have like someone like Brandy in our lives, but it was really interesting to see how she handled all of the horrible, horrible situations that Emma put her in. Like, yeah. I, uh, it was so uncomfortable to watch with like the salon scene. So Emma books in some appointments and takes Brandy out. And this is after she's just decided she's going to destroy Jack and Brandy's relationship. So anyway, they're sitting in the salon and Emma just starts like laying out these horrible horrible questions like asking brandy if that if she's going to marry or like stay with her dad for his money and stuff like that and you're like how does anybody have the audacity to go there like what why when you can see how happy they are together and also like at this point jack has said multiple times 
that she makes him happy now. And he's like, I don't know if there will be a future. Maybe there will be. But right now, I'm happy. And after two years of grieving for his wife, like, do you not think you could maybe just let him have it? You know? Well, it was it and... was a lot of pressure to put on an uh, effectively a new relationship, particularly yeah. one where there mm-hmm. is like an age difference and things are complicated. And, you know, there's a grown yeah. up daughter. Who you know, there's some family connection there. You know, mm-hmm. all of those things are complicated. I mean, who's mm-hmm. to say Jack and Brandy don't live happily ever after? I think it's unlikely, but it seems... <laughs> You know, actually, I do think that uh, Charles' advice, uh, Charlene's advice was the best advice, which is just just let them figure it out. Like, there's such a big age difference. It probably won't work out anyway. Like, Mm -hmm. let the if he's happy now and he's prepared to deal with the fact that, you know, when you go into a relationship, you know there is a chance that it's not going to work. And if you dwell on that, Mm -hmm. then it doesn't work, right? That's the thing that kills a relationship most is that concern and worry. And it's about enjoying Mm -hmm. the time that you have with someone. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just don't think that Emma had ever been in a mature relationship. Like it wasn't clear if she yeah. had, had a long term, but like if she had had a long term boyfriend who had recently cheated on her or like left her mm-hmm. or whatever, I could understand, you know, the difficulty of that. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it was, it was, it was weird. It was mm-hmm. really weird. It was really weird. It was very strange and possessive and jealous and overstepped the comfortable bounds of what a father-daughter relationship should be (laughs) yeah um like you know we're probably gonna start our our wrap-up in a sec anyway um but like you know um there there's there's never a nice time to catch your folks having sex bad that was particularly bad it was, but it was bad but that one was but, yeah, that, that was, was really my least favorite because that was the day of where it seemed to be the same day that they all like the day after brandy and emma had had this huge blowout and yeah it was felt mm-hmm. like okay cool now you're just using him for sex to get back at his daughter that seems weird yep. right because there wasn't mm-hmm. like because it would have if if she had caught them before she'd had that conversation with Brandy, mm-hmm. then like it would have wouldn't have had that tone. So yeah, it, it yep. was it was a weird kind of movie to watch two twenty year old women fight over a fifty year old man. Uh yep. and you know, his attention in different ways. Yeah. Um Yeah. And yet also in the same ways. It was very, very strange. It was a, a very strange dynamic. A lot mm. of the things she, like, they, they had Emma do in the movie is stuff mm-hmm. that, like, realistically, actually, what this movie should have been was from Brandy's perspective. Because she's the yeah. one who had the, like, kind of, I don't mean to put the victim arc, but you know what I mean? She had mm. the, the mm-hmm. direct antagonist forced against her. It should have yeah. been, right, I'm fixing the movie. Christmas is not cancelled. <laughs> uh, the start of the movie, Brandy meets up with, jack in a whatever place and they're having a chat mm-hmm. and, it, and they're, they're having a breakfast together right and they're eating donuts mm-hmm. and they're having coffee they're talking about the upcoming holidays and jack turns to her and goes hey i know that we're we, we're new together i know you're planning to work for christmas why mm-hmm. don't you but i would love to have you there why don't you come to the lake house 
with me mm. and Emma and spend Christmas with us and we'll do a nice Christmas together. And she's like, oh no, I'm not sure. Like, have you told Emma yet? And Jack's like, yeah, totally yeah. told Emma. Yeah, Emma's totally cool with it. She gets to the <laughs> lake house. That's where she finds out that Emma doesn't know. Emma goes mental. And then she's on the back foot because it makes sense for them yeah. to do more family activities because they're not like in the city they live and working mm-hmm. and doing all of these things. And then it can be more of like her story feeling out of place in this home that's set up mm-hmm. as a family home and there's going to be pictures of the mom everywhere and whatever. And like, mm-hmm. it's about her journey of like building her relationship back up with Emma the dramatic yeah. moment can be like on Christmas Eve, there's like a family tradition or like something happens. Emma's a bitch about it. Jack kind of doesn't stick with her and she decides mm-hmm. to leave. Jack then like Jack then has a confrontation with Emma where they like have a proper chat and he defends Brandy for the first time and they like choose to get back together and Brandy and Emma have a heart to heart conversation and everything is resolved. Yeah. Done. Uh, <laughs> <Exit>. <laughs> your best work yet <laughs> thank you thank you yeah uh yeah. It, yeah it was weird a lot of the characters felt mm-hmm. super pointless i don't know whether this was one of yeah. those movies where they like were filming in a pandemic which is why they had to have like such a small cast of the same people mm. or like uh, yeah it was it was strange uh yeah i didn't love it I, I, in fact, no, I, I really no. didn't love it. Uh, I hated it. Right at the end of the movie, I will say, Emma decides randomly that she's going to move to Africa and Josh decides to move with her. <laughs> Super weird yeah. thing to do with someone that you haven't even dated. Oh, but your dad's so rushing weird. into it, right? Your dad's uh-huh. rushing into it with a woman he's known for like, you know, his whole life who they've been romantically entangled for like two to three months. But you uh-huh. moving to Africa with Josh is totally reasonable. Anyway, she moves to yeah. Africa to work with <laughs> elephants, maybe? No, she's going to work on electric cars in a village or something like that. A um, village with they, they work elephants, with a... maybe? <laughs> oh, God. If she ends up in the same place as Holiday in the Wild, I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind. I would group this as, no. ba- as bad as Holiday in the Wild. And Holiday in the Wild is literally physically unwatchable. Yeah. yeah. I would probably rather watch the first 15 minutes of Holiday in the Wild again. Yeah. <laughs> than ever watch That's this. That's um yeah like there, there was a couple of like nice little moments i did enjoy i loved that jack got brandy an ornament for the tree um especially after emma was trying to like exclude her from the tree decorating and just the family activities in general like brandy comes downstairs in the morning jack and emma are in matching pajamas they haven't got any for brandy yeah. they've got matching mugs they don't have one for brandy they've got stockings again no none for brandy and then emma decides to like bring out all the old family decorations which is fine like that's absolutely fine yeah but i really like the fact that jack stuck with her and got an ornament for her for the tree as well like that was really nice it was nice after such an awkward like set up to that yeah because you feel bad for brandy because brandy should be the main character of this movie Mm -hmm, exactly um another little detail i don't know if you noticed but they lived at 1225 north drury lane and i was like 1225 amazing Twelve twenty five north drury lane wait what's that a reference uh, have i missed that what is that no 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 this is 1225 for uh, christmas because it's december oh, fuck. 25th oh yeah <laughs> great yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. i mean yeah. nice yeah, yeah. nice touch wish they put that focus mm-hmm. on the rest of the movie 
Yeah, exactly, right. Set dresser's great. Whatever production led the set dressing, well done. <laughs> yeah, costume, questionable. Brandy first shows up in a woolly hat and scarf and a backless vest top. I'm like, what season is this? <laughs> what is this weather? She must, her back is cold, but her head is nice and toasty. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's how I like to roll. Cold back, warm head. Living your best Helps life. Helps you to think. All <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, like, I suppose let's, you know, let's go with it. How many Hudgens out of five are you giving? Christmas is cancelled. Zero. Holy shit, I think that's a first. <laughs> I don't, did you want I to give... go into, like, negative Hudgens? Whatever score I gave Holiday in the Wild, I give to this. Oh, I think that was... I, like I think it's got to be, like... A 1.5 or something, right? It would feel too generous to give it a one. Is that really rude to say? <laughs> well, no, I was never getting a perfect score. No, Vanessa. I, Done. I really, yeah, I, I really didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the characters. I didn't like the plot. The costumes mm-hmm. weren't interesting. The set was fine. Yeah. No one was outstanding. There wasn't like, because this is the thing. When we watched Happier Season, there was at least, uh, what was his fucking name? Uh, the guy from- Oh, Dan Levy? Yes. At mm. least Dan was there to offer some light longevity. <laughs> you know, there was like, you know, you walk out of a movie yeah. and you go, oh, I didn't like this and I didn't like this, but this character was great or I loved the mm-hmm. costumes or like whatever. This to me didn't have a saving grace. It's a movie that I wouldn't mm-hmm. really recommend to anyone to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. it was fine yeah it was it was fine it was it was okay like it's no it wasn't fine it was bad it was a bad, was bad. movie <laughs> was just fuck bad. you movie this was a bad movie <laughs> zero zero vanessa hudgens okay we'll go with your zero vanessa hudgens i'm i'm happy with that to be honest i do think that is a first though i don't think we're ever given a film zero and we've watched some pretty terrible stuff <laughs> i would rather watch a christmas prince 2 than watch this and that's about an economic <sighs> crisis. Man, bad, bad. Boo, boo. Boo. I give this uh, movie five boos. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like, yeah, there was, there was no real saving graces to it. I, I did genuinely like the rest of the cast. I liked, again, how reasonable all the other characters were. Um, it was just overpowered by Emma's awfulness. Yeah. Like, it it took a lot for her even to hear it a little bit. And, like, everybody that we saw her on screen with was like, you're being terrible, yeah. so stop it. Um, and, it, yeah, it's just hard. It's hard to root for somebody when they're actively destroying everything around them. Yeah. Like, she wasn't nice at any point. She wasn't endearing at any point. Honestly, when she said that she was moving to Africa, I was relieved. I was like, good, <laughs> I was like can yeah, you go leave right now? Them all the fuck alone. <laughs> right? Um, I just think they missed the mark. Yeah. Uh, literally, all they really mm-hmm. needed to do is switch Brandy and Emma's storyline or mm-hmm. make Brandy terrible a la uh, Parent Trap, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought that's what they were going for at the start. And then that didn't happen because yeah. I was rooting for Brandy the entire time. <laughs> 
I also think they were too like I mean I get that they needed to be a certain age otherwise it would be super illegal uh, for mm-hmm. him to be dating mm-hmm. someone or whatever but like you know why don't you make it that he's dating her teacher from high school who made oh her God, life a hell so right you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then you could have a more age appropriate relationship they can still have mm-hmm. like fun things they could do their Christmas activities then make more sense you have to go to a Christmas nativity play right love a nativity <laughs> play in a yeah. fucking Christmas movie or like a show or whatever and she's back at her mm-hmm. old high school and her high school crush is there because he's now a math teacher and they like can rekindle the thing okay you don't get the mm-hmm. beer Olympics but you can still have like different act- you could have sports day or like whatever the yeah. fuck you want fuck man it would have been so easy to make this a good movie I think that's why it's a zero <laughs> it's like I have thought of six different ways that would make this movie a better plot better story better moments cheaper for them to produce and like, mm-hmm. I feel like they were so determined that this was going to be an eighteen plus movie. Yeah, that yeah. they've they ruined it. Like it just, yeah. I just, I hate no, but yeah, no, just no. Just um, no. I mean, if anybody at Amazon Prime is is listening, uh, you want us to look at some scripts, please. You know, I would us. love. We to. would love to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, we'd I'm, be very I'm... happy to write our own Christmas film at this point. Oh my point. god, maybe we should. <laughs> Fuck. Season five. If you want oh us god. to write our own Christmas film, let us know by supporting us on Coffee. For you know, you'll get access to some stuff, and mm-hmm. we will be able to eat, uh, which will be very yeah. conducive into our writing of a Christmas film. Absolutely. There you go. Jingle bells. Twenty twenty four. It'll be a busy year. Oh god. I know, very fit. Started writing. Um, and on the note of us starting to write our own Christmas film, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, we will be back next Sunday. Same time nope. next Christmas. No? Next Sunday? Two weeks Sunday. Two weeks Sunday? Is it two weeks? Is it one week? We'll be back soon. Uh, no, we'll next, be back week. next week. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we're going weekly. <laughs> we'll be back weekly every Sunday. Plus more, probably. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be back next Sunday uh, with same time next Christmas. Um, really looking forward to hopefully enjoying this film. Yeah. Um. Gotta love a bit of, uh, fuck, I've forgotten her real name, Rachel Berry. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes, it's this one. It's oh. this one. Yeah, so this is uh, same time next Christmas is available on Disney Plus. If you'd like to give mm-hmm. it a watch before our podcast drops next Sunday. Uh, I've not watched mm-hmm. it yet, so I can't tell you if I recommend or not. Tune in next week to find out whether you should have watched it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Bex. Uh, you can also follow us, tweet your thoughts if you do decide to watch Same Time Next Christmas or find any other random Christmas stuff that you're like, Naomi and Bex need to see this. You could tweet at us at Jingle Bell Pod or follow us on Instagram to get in touch with us, share your Christmas thoughts, let us know. I want to see jumpers. Uh, if you're buying mm-hmm. presents already, if someone has an ostentatious Christmas display in a shop, I'm I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see it. We want to see it all. All Christmas all the time. Yeah. But yeah. Great. Uh, goodbye, movie. Looking forward goodbye. to never seeing you again. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Jingle Bells. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or tell a festive friend about us. Stay up to date with all things Jingle Bells online at Jingle Bells Pod or buy us a coffee at coffee.com slash Jingle Bells Pod. 
Your support means so much and helps us to keep doing what we love. See you next time, elves. <laughs>